Good morning, church family. Bishop Ed Akers here, my 945 Live, coming to you today from the beautiful, sunny city of Farmington, New Mexico. Glad to be here this morning to be with my good friends, Pastor Mike and Desiree. And uh, excited also to uh, see again the family of Word of Life Christian Center here in Farmington, New Mexico. Uh, dear friends and good friends of former Pastor George Ford, who's now in heaven, and uh, his wife, Pastor Barbara. So looking forward to a great day today as we have two services here in Farmington, 10 a.m. this morning if you're in the area, and uh, 6 p.m. tonight. I believe God's going to move in a very special way today at Word of Life Christian Center. For the rest of you that watch me every week, I'm here again this week for a 15-minute uplift, thoughts, faith-filled devotion to give you a good jump start for the week. And so this morning I didn't want to miss that. Uh, you're a little bit ahead of us here. Uh, there in the Ohio, you're a little bit ahead of us, so we're glad to join you right now again at 9.45 Eastern Time. I had a thought um, the other day about hunger. Have you ever really been hungry? I was watching a show called Fat Guys in the Woods, and uh, my brother-in-law turned me on to this show, and they take three guys that are kind of out of shape and bring them into the woods and teach them some basic survival skills. The biggest thing they all face is hunger. They don't take any food with them, so they have to find food sources. Uh, and the food sources are not what they're used to. They're, they're for sustaining and survival. And uh, most of them, within five days, uh, start shedding some pretty significant weight. And uh, the hunger pains and the hunger is the thing they deal with. And so I begin to think about that in a spiritual sense, about being hungry. Have you ever been really, really hungry? I mean, almost to the point where you haven't eaten for several days. But we're told that we can live for 13 days without food, three days without water. And then we start to go into body breakdown. Well, spiritually, we also can be hungry. You know, natural hunger has, especially starvation, has some signs and uh, symptoms that they would watch for. Uh, loss of strength, decrease of the immune system, heart rate slows down, respirations become more difficult, um, the digestive system stops working, they be, you become more tired, lethargic, clouded in your mind, and... Uh, just overall weakness and tiredness. You know, the food that we eat for our body is meant to nourish us, give us strength, and give us healthy lives. Same with the spiritual food that we're supposed to be digesting on a daily and regular basis. The spirit of man, our inner spirit, is fed by the Word of God. The Bible tells us this in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Jesus answers the enemy when the devil tempts him into uh, temptation in the wilderness and says turn this stone into bread Jesus is de definitely very hungry in his body I'm sure his stomach was burning with the pain of physical hunger and a 40-day fast that's a long time to uh, do without eating but Jesus answered the devil and said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God the human body lives off natural food. We all need it. We all have to have it. The spirit man, the part of us that relates to God, that hears his voice, that perceives the world from his perspective, that part of us must also be routinely fed and nourished. And the food for that is the Bible, the Word of God. You look at these symptoms that we talked about for natural hunger, tiredness, weakness, 
symptoms, uh, systems not working properly, lethargic, clouded mind, and a depleted immune system. How many times have we been depleted spiritually as the enemy brings attack in our life? How many times have we seen the enemy come against us in such a way that we feel weak in our body, weak in our mind, weak in our ability to make wise choices, good decisions? We become clouded in our thinking and our thought process. And all of that is because we've become malnourished in spiritual food. As much as the body needs air to breathe and food to eat, the spirit of man needs the spirit of God's presence and the very word of God. It is the words of God that proceed from his mouth that give us eternal nutrition, that help us to understand who we are, what we are, and what we've been called to do. And so I ask you this morning, have you been reading the word of God? Have you been digesting spiritual food? I think there are a couple uh, problems with our diet in the church spiritually as it pertains to spiritual food. Number one, there's a lack of eating spiritual food. People tend to eat natural food, take care of their body. But when it comes to the spirit, we become a little bit distracted. Lazy maybe, too busy maybe, but we stop reading the Bible. We stop dwelling on the words of God. We stop filling our thoughts with his word. But these are the very sources of life. These are the very sources of how we know God and how we interact with him. And our minds must be filled with the thoughts of God in order to nourish our spirit. So at times when we cannot find a Bible, we can draw on what we put in our mind already. So there's that condition of just not eating proper, eating enough. The second one is eating bad food. Taking in a steady diet of the world's negative reports, of the world's wicked and evil reports. Taking in the signs of the time. Taking in the reports of the newscasters, the social media flurry of thoughts and opinions. Looking at things from a standpoint of worry and doubt and anxiety. And we fill our minds with poison. So our spirit gets filled with this poison. And it creates in us spiritual malnutrition. We now cannot fight off the devil when he attacks us. When sickness comes, we can't seem to find the faith to fight it. And when we have circumstances within our lives that bring discomfort to us, we want to give up on God. This is because we are spiritually malnourished. And we must take in the right food and the right amounts of food. There's also the third problem, what I call junk food. Pulpits, pastors, teachers giving us cliches, no depth to the word of God, no uh, depth to its truth or its realities. Simply junk food. You know, if you eat enough junk food, you'll die from the food itself. It will poison your body. It will cause problems within your body. And so we find ourselves in this dilemma. I have to watch out that I don't eat the poison of this world, that I don't eat the junk food of shallow preachers and shallow church messages, and that I make sure that I'm taking time to actually eat of the Word of God. How do we eat of the Word of God? If I'm going to admonish you today to take this week and eat of the Word of God, I'm going to ask you to do this. To get up in the morning and find a verse, any verse, in the book of Psalms, say. Maybe Psalm 100 would be a good place to start, and just learn a verse at a time. Maybe John 3.16. Maybe Ephesians chapter 1. Find a verse or two in there. On each given day, read it, speak it to yourself, dwell on it, and throughout the day, pull that verse back out and eat on it again. You can eat on it multiple times throughout the day, not just one single time. 
And so I know that when we do this, we are able then to receive everything from God that we need to receive. The food then will nourish us spiritually. It will cause us to be closer to God, cause us to have more faith because faith comes from the Word of God, cause us to be balanced in our approach to the things that we're seeing in our life. I want to just richly encourage you in this very brief message today, do not become malnourished. Do not starve yourself from the Word of God. Your spirit man is more important, Jesus said, than just your earthly bread. You take the time to feed your body, sometimes three, four, five, ten times a day. And we take little time to feed our spirit. We get just enough, maybe, to satisfy the taste buds for a few minutes. I think we should get in the Word of God almost like we do on a Thanksgiving meal. Stuff ourselves with it. <laughs> and just lay back and let that Word work in our spirit. This week, though, take that moment in the morning, find a verse, dwell on it, and watch how it changes your outlook just even for that day. When a person is starving, they become clouded in their reasoning. They begin to panic and make bad choices. People have been known to drink bad water when they're thirsty, and the water itself, which should have been a nourishment, killed them or made them sicker. Same with food. We want to eat the right food. We want to eat the food of life for our spirit. Jesus gave us ample words to live by. Jesus gave us ample scriptures to feed ourselves. In John 6, 51, he says, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. Hmm. For which I will offer so the world may live. This food is my flesh. You know, the people that heard that said, are we supposed to eat his flesh? But see, the Bible says the Word was made flesh and dwell among us. The Word brings the nourishment. The Word brings the manifestation of God into our life as it did bring Jesus manifested physically in the earth. Jesus is the bread that satisfies, sustains, fulfills all the nourishment needs of our spirit. But the way we partake of Jesus is by partaking of His Word. They are inseparable from one another. The Word was the mode in which God brought Jesus to the earth. And then Jesus, while he was here, said, The Word is what will sustain my presence on the earth when my physical body goes back to heaven. So when we take in the Word today, we're taking in the presence of Jesus. And we take that Word in, not as a critical theological thought, but as a nourishing food. We receive it, dwell on it, taste it. The Bible says, Taste and see that the Lord he is good. Those that do eat of his bread will never be hungry again, he said. Those who drink of the water of life, will his water, will never thirst again. He satisfies completely. But for our sake and for the health of our spirit and our soul, we must take of it daily. Well, God bless you. Partake of the food that will keep you nourished for all eternity. Get in that Bible today, every morning, find a verse, dwell on it, speak it, think about it throughout the day, review it at night, so you have a breakfast, at lunchtime you dwell on it again for your lunch, and then have a dinner of meditating on it to pray. This is a good way to have three good square meals a day of the Word of God.
Well, God bless you. Keep us in prayer here in Farmington, New Mexico. I'm praying for you back home in Victorious Living Church. If you're in the Grove City area, today is Back to Church Sunday. Pastor Brent and the team, his team has a powerful service ready for you today. They're expecting you. They're ready for you. Come early, have some coffee, some donuts or snacks down in our coffee cafe, and then make your way on up to the worship center. Drop your children off at the nursery or the kids' church, uh, big kids' drop-off stations. We also have an outdoor prayer garden in the middle of the building. It's all ready to set for you to come out and pray. And then at 1045, join them for praise and worship and a powerful service. At Victorious Live International here, we are spreading the gospel message. We set our 30th family free last month, last week, and we have enough now in our hands to set two more families free. And we're working with our team in Pakistan to get more families out of slavery. Our orphans and our B kids are all getting blessings this month as they start a new season of school in the Philippines. And we're making sure our Pakistan orphans have all the basic needs that they have. And we're going to the Philippines for a large crusade. Five city swing, medical teams, uh, outreaches, pastors conferences, and large citywide festivals to draw people to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. This will happen uh, in November. And I could use your help with the expenses of these large meetings. If you'd like to help us, go to VictoriousLivingInternational.com and uh, you'll see all the information you need there to donate on our donate page. We'd love to have you give whatever you can. will help us win souls, touch the hurting, and expand the church. Well, God bless you. At Victorious Living International, we live by this words. And at Victorious Living Church, found in 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Thanks be to God, gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, don't go hungry this week. God set a good table for you. Eat and enjoy.